Um, yo, hello everybody. Um, we are just gonna get right into this. Yeah. To the Don't Ever Think It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. Herbs, we merge, we're an alliance. We fight fire with flames. Yeah. We are outfit equivalent to Voltron. That boy crooked eyes equivalent to Voltron. Joel Ortiz is the body. The Me and Vinny can say we witnessed this in person. Joe Button is the pair of legs. He runs shit alongside I, the apparent head. Yeah. I am the general. Bow now. Bow now. Fuck salute. I don't really think y'all niggas get it. Run up on you with an army. It is on until it's done. Finish. See how good it sounds before major labels get involved? Yeah. You know what I mean? Stay independent, doing it because they want them. Put that in the background. Y'all didn't hear my niece. This is. Welcome to the Don't Ever Think It podcast with your host, my uncle, Dominican Johnny. Yeah, that's her, that's her contribution. Like, I know, she right? Like she's been on the mic, like exactly. doing it forever. Exactly. But you guys know what this is. We're on episode sixty-four, give or take. Shit's crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, consistency, man. Consistency's a motherfucker. Um, Word. Yeah, but if you guys don't know, that's what we're gonna talk about. A couple of things came out over the last couple of weeks, and. I, we we vaguely touched on it last episode in regards to you know they, they're not a mainstream group but goddamn it they're getting looks now and shit though but for all the wrong reasons uh, we talk about the slaughterhouse uh, debacle fiasco saga whatever you want to <laughs> whatever type of uh, name you want to put behind it but we're gonna kind of address that and discuss both sides and shit I'm kind of more on the Joey and Roy side, whereas I know Bruce is more on the uh, on on the crook on the crook and Joey side, and Vinny, I think he's just indifferent. <laughs> no, I mean, I will like to get into it. I'll yeah, like yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So basically, <clears throat> for those who don't know, what Slaughterhouse came out what two thousand two thousand nine. Well, two thousand the song. The song Slaughterhouse came out, I think, I want to say 2008 or 2007. Yeah, it was on, on, on a, uh, Joey's uh, Escape Route. Yeah, on Escape Route. And they had another dude on there. What was oh, Fuck, what was that? Nino Bless. There you go. With Nino Bless. I don't know. But then I guess the fans just told him, like, hey, y'all kind of sound good together. Y'all better keep going down with that shit. So. You, you know what's crazy? I heard that um, it was supposed to be the five of them. Ah. Now, I don't know how true this is. I, I heard it was supposed to be the five of them. And. Uh, somebody alluded to saying that somebody was like, "I'm gonna be the only Puerto Rican in the group." So, what? I think Joe. I think I, from what I, from what I understand, from what I heard, and see, I don't even like to say from what I heard because I sound like a groupie. That's groupie <laughs> shit. But from what I understood, it was like Joel didn't want Nino Bless in the group, so that's why it was just the four of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, now I could be wrong because it's usually better as a four man than that, a five. Man. I don't know too many five man crews. You know, I know, uh, I know. Jurassic Five, maybe, but yeah, College Boy, <laughs> uh, uh, Nappy Roots, yeah, give or take. Is that five or six? 
I think that, that was five. five. Yeah, that's about five. Bone, Bone was five when uh, when Flesh when, was uh, out. Flesh wasn't wow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, yeah. yeah, basically. So we we were all me, Vinny, and Bruce. I I wasn't really talk. I didn't really know you that well back then, but we were all on it. And we let me see, Vin Rock. We went and saw them when they came out with what with the um. Welcome to our house album, and they did a little quick little. They did a little hood bar tour. <laughs> yeah. We mm-hmm. saw them at a bar in Hagerstown, a little white bar in Hagerstown. The stage could have been no bigger than my living room, and, and bar was in as a part of a fucking strip mall. So it, was, it yes. wasn't even attached. The bar was a part of a you know other stores and shit. I like that though. Yeah, we just knew we just knew we was in the wrong spot. It was like it can't be here. Yeah, I like the intimate shows, man. Yeah, no, I like yeah. those absolutely. And then the funny shit was. Is that we think we gonna? It's gonna be a long line. We got down there. It was early as shit. Nobody was there yet. We was like one of the first people there. We got down there like yep. five. They didn't start till like ten thirty, give or take and shit. But mm-hmm. we were literally like what four feet from them. Y'all was busting down tables. Y'all was that early, huh? Yeah, you it said- was like one of those stages where like you had to like you know you yeah the the stage was against our fucking like hips like it's that yeah. close. Picture kind of like, kinda, go ahead, go ahead. It was like, you know, like it was usually for like karaoke or some shit. Yeah. You know, That's what's yeah. up. I like those type of intimate shows, mm-hmm. though. Those are always, always the best. It just, in our heads, and I think that this is a big part of like what the situation has turned out to be. In our heads, hip hop heads, that was such a, a huge group. So it just, oh, yeah. Just, oh, like they shouldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah, we, we we was thinking that too. Yeah, yeah, because as big as because at that time, by that time, the podcast was already a thing. The podcast yeah. was already huge, and you know what I mean. And Royce was coming off of Bad Meets Evil. Exactly. Yeah, so it was like wow, and y'all are in this little bar in Hagerstown. But I kind of like the independent type of grind that they got because either way, they weren't all like then. None of them are really superstars. Like Royce is kind of. You're in the light, you're in the shadow of it's funny that Royce is the black one and he's in the shadow of the big white <laughs> superstar. That's funny. But you know what I mean? So it's like it was just it's just them and their underground and their shit. But to be doing that kind of I don't care. I appreciated it though. Shit. You remember when we was rocking when it was rocking and shit and Crooked I snatched my hat off and started like waving it and shit. And I had a I had a prime hat on and shit. I was like, okay. Uh, you could have signed the motherfucker. <laughs> and, then, and then for some reason, Royce, I don't know what the fuck it was. And I think I told Vinny this too. Though. I was like, yo, Royce looked mad thin. Like, I don't know what was going on. Maybe he was sick or something. I don't know. But he was mad thin. Nah, that's skin. when he, he started his sobriety probably at that moment. Well, by that time, he had already, because Prime was already out. Because we had already saw him saw him in uh in Philly, right, Vin? Yep. And when we saw him in Philly, he was he was broad, looked like he was a boxer. So then when we yeah. saw him net, then he was just mad thin. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, did something happen? But then I heard I heard that welcome to our house. What was up, Vinny? My bad. Oh uh, no, go ahead. I was just saying alcohol adds a lot of carbs. So I could see k- killing the booze probably did drop a lot of the weight. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. And and from in hindsight, it looks like the welcome to our house and um the whole shady experience, it seemed like it was stressful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it was stressful. Yeah, but as we as we heard too in that though, like 
Joey didn't want to do it. And Royce, instead of siding with Marshall, who he's known for 10 plus years, sided with the group and was like, all right, hey, my man said we ain't, we ain't putting this, the glass house joint all, out on Shady because my man said no. All right. Well, I'm, and see, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because you said I'm more on the side. I'm I'm going I'm to go ahead and assume that out of all of us, I'm the biggest Slaughterhouse fan. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna I'm putting my foot down. Okay. I'm gonna say that. The okay. reason and um but here's the thing though. I'm I'm with Joey I'm with Joel and Crook to go out do that because they saying they're gonna give us closure. They saying they you know they wanna tell their side of the story. I'm all for people telling their side of the story. Okay. And, and to be honest, anything slaughterhouse you can give me. I'm going to take it. I I went as far as there was something I saw on um, Apple that said Slaughterhouse, and I just downloaded it, and it wasn't even them. It was some somebody's demo tape, <laughs> and they called themselves Slaughterhouse, and it wasn't good, but it said Slaughterhouse, so I you downloaded it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I bought it. That's the crazy thing. I yeah. bought it. But here's the thing. I'm As not on fact, the side of. I was gonna say, state your 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 case, then Vinny states his side, All and right. then I state my side, and then we could match it up, match it up, match it up. Okay. All right. Here's my stance. Right. Royce, Royce to me seems like a level-headed, logical dude. All right. Okay. There is that. There is that. Yeah. Joey, I'm I am the biggest Joe Budden fan. Musically. As a person, though, mm. come on, fam, <laughs> come on. I like this dude is all over. This like dude is all game. over the place. See, you can say that, but and we and we can enjoy that. But from a business standpoint and as a teammate standpoint, I would never want to be in any business dealing or team or anything with that dude. Anything, I would never want to do anything with him ever. I'll listen to his music. He's a great artist. His pen is uh, is undeniable, but I I just I can't imagine. So the thing that keeps me in the middle is Royce. I'm listening to Royce. Listening to Joe, nah. Joe sounds like the dude that don't want the chick, but then he don't want anybody else to be with the chick either. He sounds like that dude, and it's true. We can have an infinity saga worth of content. <laughs> uh, I'm, yo. We can have an infinity saga worth of content of Joe contradicting himself and burning bridges and just moving the goalposts. Like he is erratic, bro. He's erratic. And when they had Joel on the phone and they like, when did when did Joe say he didn't want to sign sign the deal, bro? You've been retired. What do you mean? What would, what would ever make us think you signed the deal? The dude said he hates touring. He hates uh, doing shows. He hates meet and greets. He hates being in the studio. He hates this. He ain't rapping. What would make us think that if we wanted to bring the group back, you was going to be involved? Okay. What would give that idea? For real. Okay. I see Royce's stance. Royce is like, I don't want to do it without Joe because it ain't Slaughterhouse. I don't want to do it without Joel or Crook because it ain't Slaughterhouse. I understand that. I see that. But you can't be mad because them brothers jump out there and they want to tell their truth. And even if even if we're saying it, it's not the truth, let them speak about what they what they saw. The fact that Royce and Joe getting defensive, 
that's what makes me like, why y'all so why y'all so up in arms if they if, if they ain't telling the truth and y'all so gentlemen and up top, then why does it matter? Okay. Why does it matter? Do you rest your case with that one and I don't go to Vinny or is that your closing argument? Yeah, because I can go all day. So yeah, okay, let's let that okay. rock. Okay, all right. Vin Rock, you up? Yeah, uh, I feel like the initial um, the Ortiz and um, Kirk had, you know, the, the comments that they had with the video and then the stuff that they I heard when they did that, um, like whatever Twitter's clubhouse thing is called, I heard them speak on it in, in like pretty great detail as far as all their points. And then it was from that, it's like I believed them. What they were saying made sense from the things that I've heard coming out of Joe's mouth and Royce's mm-hmm. mouth over the years in Slaughterhouse. So it's like, unless there's some behind the scenes shit that I don't know about, it, it makes all sense in the world that they were like, all right, enough is enough. We want to do this. And then they did the, uh, Royce and Noel had the, um, sorry, Royce and Budden had the, um, had the IG live where they went more into detail as, as far as things that we weren't privy to. Okay. And that ah, you would get ex- into it, yes. That you would expect that maybe mm-hmm. Joe, like, that you would expect Joel and Crook to know that would make what they did wrong, such as that Joey wasn't really done retiring. He just didn't, wasn't ready yet. Like, and stuff like Royce would have entertained the idea of doing three man, but not on Shady if it wasn't going to be like there was all these could have, would have, should have. And, but the biggest point of it all was Royce was saying that Joel was, Joey was ready to come out of retirement and get on some, somebody else's feature as a surprise. And, no one knew that, and they made a point to be like, I was just telling the fans I was retired. I was just telling them I was retired. I was just telling these people I was retired. But behind the scenes, it's like, alright, was Crook, like, privy to that information? And even if they were, like, we heard them talk about how, like, when Joel jumped on that call, and he was like, yo, behind the scenes, when you're on the phone, yeah, you all rah rah, like, maybe I'll come out of retirement, but then you don't. How many times are you going to say that and you don't be, before I believe what you're publicly saying, which is on the record, I'm done, I'm quitting. So like, okay, so maybe if there's this like perfect opportunity, were you going to come out of retirement? Maybe you will. But how long are we supposed to like, you know, beg you to do that before we just like, all right, it's done. And then I, but on that other side, I do understand how, even if you decided that you want to move on without Royce and, and, and Joey, that you could have just did another album like Hard without throwing Slaughterhouse under the bus for it. And that, that's probably Royce's big issue. It's not that they went and, you know, continued to rap as a, a duo without them. It's that it comes along with Aaron Dirty, Dirty Laundry. However, that album didn't sell. It didn't make waves. It didn't have us doing podcasts about it. So, Bing what, bong. What, what what sells? Drama. I feel like Roy and Joey have a point on that front. They're using the dirty laundry to push this new album and drama sells. However, I, I don't think they lying. I think they only wrong <laughs> that they 
I think they only wrong that they use in the drama, but I don't think they'd lie. Which means kinda everybody's wrong and everybody's right. And the only thing I know for damn sure is that clearly that those four brothers have a huge miscommunication problem. Oh yeah. Oh. Because you can tell you can tell just from their interacting with each other that Royce was sitting there gaslighting Joel semantics like Oh my god. You know what I mean? That's like, yo, Bruce, if, if you came you you come over to the crib before to hang out and do some shit. And if I was like, you know, yo, I can't find my um my PS five. Yo, you was over here last. Did, would I have it here? And I'm trying to find out who I've been in my house. Yeah. Take it. And then and you was like, Oh yeah, all right, what day was I at the house then? And I'm like you know what I mean? Like if I can't if I can't say what you, day you was at your house, you didn't do it. Uh, you, you said you game. Do. You said you game on Sundays, and you know I was I mean? there on a Sunday, and you wasn't even gaming. So how did I take it that you was gaming? <laughs> on yeah, <laughs> yeah. Joey said like a hundred times. When did we say no, Joel? When did we say no, yo? If we're talking about doing an album, and every time it comes up, you like I don't know, or we'll see for like a year. That's a fucking no. That's when, yeah. That's a no. Everywhere else in life, that's a no. That's okay. no. If I, yo, if, <laughs> yo, if, all right, yo, y'all want to see, y'all want to see Batman this Saturday? I don't know. I, I gotta talk to McGraw. I'll, I'll let you know. And then Saturday comes, and I hear from you, and that's that goes, a no. And that goes see Batman with, you know, with, with, with Mark. And then you're like, why didn't you invite me? You're like, why didn't you bring? Why wasn't I there? That's fucked up, Vinny. Motherfucker, I asked you to come, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, but. But I didn't say I wasn't coming. You didn't say you said I'll let you know. That's a no. Because yeah. we try to go Saturday, dumbass. Yeah. So okay. I see how I see how that's like a whole bunch of just bullshit that says they really shouldn't have been together anyway. Like we ain't getting no more shit from them. They just kick it along. It's too it's too difficult for two motherfuckers who are like a super group to get together. Four people who think as you know, who are strong strong-minded and independent as them who don't really need anybody else mm-hmm. that you have, it takes a lot to get to get along with other people and clearly that it's like but at the same time yeah like i said long story short i think um that joel and crook are telling the truth but i still think they definitely have Royce definitely has a point that they're using the truth as to sell smooth you know move some units Okay. Okay. You rest one, the case. one last one last okay, tidbit okay. though. One last and to ride on what, what Vinny said. Plus, man, everything that Joe Button is involved in crashes and burns, yo. Everything. Mm-hmm. It can't always be everybody else, bro. <laughs> it can't. Okay. All right. So now I'm shutting now, up. Okay. Now I'll wave I'll I'll put on my, 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 my Joe Button cape, like, okay. When it comes to Joe Budden, as you all said, the sporadic, all over the place cat and shit, I don't think this really has nothing to do with him at all. I really think that Joe, that, that uh, you know, no disrespect to Crook and, and, and Joel and shit, but it was like, damn. It, it, to me, I looked at it as like, damn, we already put out an album together. What was the name of it, Vinny? Hard? Hard. hard. See? Did any of you hear it? I heard I, it. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, I, I, you loved it. It felt more like a mixtape or EP. It felt like an album album. Okay, but, yeah. 
All right. So so they probably was like, damn, we already went at it a go. We gave it a go with it, and it didn't really make no noise and shit. And it was all like, all right, well, when's the only time that, you know, people really check for us? And I don't mean, like, you know, true blue fans. I'm not talking about the true blue fans because Crooked Eyes on right. the West, he has his West, his whole West Coast, you know, community that checks for him and everything. But it's just like Joel Ortiz, I mean, I, I seen him sitting at a bar in Lebanon the other day, but he had a, like a quick little freestyle. But anyway, so it's just like, well, how could we get some buzz and shit? And it was like, well, we're all known for the slaughterhouse shit. And I, I just look at it as they was all like, well, fuck it. Let's just start some shit about it. Cause that'll be like, I think the way they went about it without telling them to me that that part was the foul and the kind of disrespectful part. That's just like us. Let's say us three, we're the, uh, us three and Leo, we're the heads podcast. And then Leo just go ahead and start off this one six scale man, but didn't tell me, Vinny, or you. And all of a sudden, but yet he's talking about the heads podcast. And he's talking about it. And it's like, motherfucker, wow, where did that come from? So it's like, I took it as like, they must have been felt that way, <laughs> partially. And never Yo, Johnny takes it on record, man. I was ready to go Tuesday. That's what I I'm saying. Fucking word. You know what? But I mean? here's the thing, though: if Lael went and started his podcast, and he asked us if we wanted to join, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no, I'm retired. I don't no, want to that'd talk be no cool. more." All right, then if you want to go start that, that'd be cool. But don't do it at the expense of shitting on me, because if <laughs> let's say if I'm the brighter name. Be like, man, fuck that big nose motherfucker, man. I'm, I'm doing my. This is scale man shit. Fuck that other shit. You know, don't do it like that. And then put out videos and then make little blog videos leading up to it, like with the whole purpose. And then taking the same type of logo but setting it on fire. And I was just like, yo, hey, I was like, yo, how do? You? So then it makes it seem like though it. That's the part that makes it seem makes Joel. And I would never have looked at them. I always looked at all four of them as four respectable dudes. And yeah. that just made me look at like their respect level went from like a hundred with those two to like seventy two with a little bit. It was just like <laughs> I know Damn, I'm he, honorable, but that's just the fact he that you the did that, especially <laughs> and especially that the, y'all did that to Royce of all people, who is the cleanest, soberest dude that has the most is is the most enlightened MC ever at this point. Yeah, like the See, biggest that's turnaround. What I'm that's why it leaves me in the middle. He went like that's he what, went from a straight the motherfucker went if from a straight lo- Joe, Yeah. If they did it to just Joe, it'd be like he probably he probably deserved that shit. He yeah. And Joe's built ball. for it as far as the media space is concerned. And he's and let's and let's be clear, he's obviously the biggest name out of all four of them. But then Hands again, we haven't heard leaps and bounds. We haven't heard the album yet though. That's true we, too. We we've but, seen the rollout. But, but the we premise, haven't really- I know, but when you base it off the premise, I could understand if they would have told them and be like, yo, this is going to be the marketing campaign. We're going to kind of slight y'all and shit. But then you straight up, you're slighting me in two songs and then mocking me like in the voice and shit. Like, Joe Bunn's going to be like this. Yo, man. And you're mocking him. Yeah, I know. I know. But you're still. And then you expect him to just be like, I kind of agree with Joe when he looked at him crazy. When he's like, well, then support the album then. Like, why would you support an album that's dissing you're taking shots at something one that you don't even fully a hundred percent own Two, it's a four man group. And if y'all are that lyrical miracle, if y'all that, that dope of MCs, why don't y'all just put something else out without using the slaughterhouse name? So then it makes it seem like, all right, so y'all ain't shit without the pig. 
without the that's, slaughterhouse name. That's the part that makes me look at like, damn, so were y'all really hurting that bad? Like, like they brought this up on the podcast when they was trying to – um. That's another thing, too. I'm a fan of Joe Button and the media dude now. Like I went to the meet and greet, and he was a dickhead at the meet and greet, which was perfect right. for me. I, that was perfectly fine for me. I was like, if he wasn't, I'd have felt some type of way. You know what I mean? But um, the fact that they just – damn, I lost my train of thought right before I got to the, the Joe Button part of it. I was saying – um, You're speaking on the the media and the, you know, the drama from Fall House. On Joel's podcast. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Shit, I lost my train. Of th- I lost my whole train of thought. You saying they using they using the, the yeah? Uh, the it makes group it seem like they can shine without starting up any drama. So like that, they they basically did some shit that some young boys would do. They did some academic yeah. shit. Like let's you do, know what? Let's though? start up this beef and shit. It was just like it was just as corny as when when um Jim Jones went to Cameron and, Cam, and said yeah. let's let's start a beef to build it up. It's like and Cameron's like no, why the fuck would we do that to the fans? Why we confuse them like that and everything? To me, I look at it like that. Like and then the fact that like I said, Royce is most the most clear minded, clear headed one. Even if you would explain it to him and he said no. It I still it, at least he knew it was coming. Like he didn't have to. They didn't have to learn with everybody else that that shit was happening. And to me, that part was disrespect. So I kind of agree with Joey when he looked at him when he was like, "Well, then support the album." He's like, "The yeah, album just sucked my dick." <laughs> like that, I kind of agreed with him. He shouldn't have used those words. Part. He shouldn't have used yeah. those words because you know to New Yorkers that's mad disrespectful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. on that note, I wouldn't have used that choice of words, but I understood where he was coming from because it's like, all right, you're trying to get hot off of off of my expense. And to me, that was just disrespectful. Oh, yeah, but that's what I was saying. I got it. When it was on the podcast and it, um, his other podcast members, Ish and, and, and Ice, they was trying to calm Joe down from saying shit about it. Like, man, just let it go. Just let it go. And they brought up an example, like when somebody broke into his mom's car and it was like, Man, if they broke into your mom's car, oh, yeah, they, they needed, needed that. that shit. So it's like, yo, whatever they're doing over there, they needed that. Obviously, Joey's good. He's millions up. You know what I mean? But what, what if they actually good? are? What if they actually are just like, what if they were all on the phone and because, because Royce and Joe got other bigger things and all this other stuff that the two of them was like, yo, yeah. we've been trying to get this off the ground. You know what? Because because Crook already said he quit a while ago. Yeah, it, I I, I felt the same way when they went live like three days in a row. That's when it made me feel like you know what? Maybe maybe they working us because this might be where yo I know you don't got time and energy to put out another album, but you got time and energy for some bullshit for yeah. all of this for all of this, man. To me, that and, and we I both know. know look at and we both know Joey is more with this type of bullshit than getting behind a mic. And, oh, my God. And, and yes. lately, but, and honestly, to be ahead. honest, so is Royce in a way. I mean, Royce yeah. goes live for like four or five hours at a time. Yeah. Walking around the Heaven Studios, yeah. He does. Which, he does. which I would love to be there, by the way, Royce. In the invite, bro. Yeah, right, 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 right. But that's what I'm saying. I, I, to me, that was kind of like, for y'all to be in y'all 40s, that was the sucker route to do, man. That was to me. That was like a sucker move to do to people that you be saying, "Oh, that these are my brothers and shit." Like, yeah, you yeah I mean, it's definitely them. weird. And then, and then I kind of agree when they were saying, like, you know, when you say that's your truth, that's just giving you the the carte blanche to put the goalpost any which way you see fit because it's your truth. You know what I mean? I and will just like. Mm, I will I mean? say that's though, selective. That's kind of like selective, and the fact that. 
they were gonna actually come out um did you did y'all hear that part when royce was saying well here, here go for y'all we were gonna do the slaughterhouse was gonna come back on west side gun album that's what i heard too yeah and, i heard that they can say that but yeah and then and then joe wasn't they, saying joe technically he was he was saying he was retired to a certain extent but to them he was saying no i'm not retired i still write told, go ahead the way voice told, told the story didn't make it seem clear that crook and joel knew that yeah it seemed right. like and, shit that they were setting up and if it turned out to be true then they would all like linked up but from the way that royce told the story it was it was just like some shit that was just being thrown around but it wasn't even on a like everybody didn't get a clear signal yeah yeah and, and i feel like i feel like um, to them it might have been just talk because for all we know joe was constantly talking about you know i should jump back in and that could have went on for 10 years to the point where his boy cried wolf yeah okay okay and then and joel said every time he goes somewhere he performs he gotta hear yo what's up with slaughterhouse can we get slaughterhouse yo if okay. i'm out here trying to if i'm out here trying to do my grind and I got to keep hearing about something. And I'm trying to get that off the ground. And the two people that are that have uh, left the stratosphere on that. And, you know, it's still like they they dragging their feet. I'm probably going to get mad after a while. All right. But would you, I would. But would, you, but would you put out an album called The Rise and Fall of Said of that? Or would you just yeah, say I, I'm probably, man enough? I probably wouldn't do that. I'm man I enough to do Yes, do because you figure you're an MC and you're lyrical enough and creative enough and you're creative I, to I, come I, up with your own shit. That's what I'm saying. Please I, think about it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But the I'm whole group, I probably the whole group literally know. started from one song. A song called Slaughterhouse. It started from That's one true. song. You know what I mean? So I would just be like, like if y'all, hard part two, and then make a song titled The Rise and Fall of Slaughterhouse and just speak your mind. Well, they that probably would have respected that even more, but you're literally naming the whole album off of a group, and it's just that's that's the theme, bro. Uh, that's the th- I, we, I, we gotta wait and see. That's so to theme. put a whole see, I, I, and how many songs? It's about ten songs, right? I think it's thirteen. Thirteen songs. I don't think they're gonna spend the whole thirteen songs talk about it because then that would just be corny. That would be the corniest shit ever. Three uh, tops. Can... Three tops. Come on. So you're telling me y'all are that lyrical? And MC, and the man. only thing y'all could talk about is two other group members that left, and y'all kind of like bitter beer face about it. Yo, you never yeah. when people hurt, man. When people get well, hurt, well, it's a weird thing. And that's the thing that Joe Bunn was brought up. He was like, he was like, I got over the initial shock of it. He was like, I was more hurt than anything. Which I mean, I kind of understand. Even with Royce, Listen, Royce was the calmest I've ever seen him when it came to all them videos and shit. From the dude that you just said is an asshole, I know is an asshole. Every The whole world knows is an asshole. The dude that said he don't got to respect his friends and he don't do this and he don't honor contracts. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to hear you hurt, man. Shut up. Sit down <laughs> and continue to talk to us on your part. I ain't trying to hear that, man. We I have no problem that. hurting other people's feelings constantly. You have no problem. And then you apologize after a week later. <laughs> disregard everybody else's stuff. Who cares what you feel like? And you and you left. You left the group. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fam, never Joe. He never left the group. Joe, Joe left. Mm. He he left. He was. He said he didn't want to be on Shady. And well, he yes. did. And they. I know. So I guess. I guess to hear them tell it, Vinny. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm. I'm pretty sure you're the same thing I heard. They've only yep. been off of Shady a year, and within a year, this is what they do. A year and a half, and Joe, and, and that—that's the thing. It was like that was, Joe's. Joe's point is that he just didn't want to put out any more shit on Shady, yes. and that when—that's what he's saying. Okay, right. That's what, exactly. He, but he also said point, a lot of other stuff. 
his point is from you know from his his argument is that he just didn't want to put out any more slaughterhouse shit on Shady, and that he wanted to get off before he he would you know do any more shit. But the point Cricket is making is okay. Well, we all busted our ass to get off of Shady, and then once we got off of Shady, he was the one kind of like pushing to find a deal to bring to the table. Crook found a perfect deal, and Joe was still like, nah. But he, the way yeah, the he, he was, was just asking told, for more details about it, and but, he was just like, no, it. no, no. But the way the story was told is that it's like he told Joel, no, but you can go tell Crook that because I don't feel like dealing with Crook. Crook yeah. is not going to take no for an answer. And then Joe, Joey's telling Royce, nah, we ain't doing this without ownership. And it's like, if you would have told Crook, what the ownership looks like because I don't want to do it unless we own the masters, everything like that. That would have been communication where, yeah. where talk directly where, to the man. Where, where Crook could be like, okay, nah, but the deal does have ownership or it has seventy five percent ownership. So how much ownership were you willing to sacrifice in order to get this much of an advance? So like there's all these particulars in which you know and, Joe is and, giving and, and everybody's saying all that stuff is their truths too. So exactly. we'll but never really thing, know. It's, 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 it's a lot of he said, she said, and for yeah. all we know, this could, these could all be like where it's where it really don't matter because he never was doing it in the first place. But he's just blaming the contract, or he's just blaming this or that, or the so, dude, yeah, and, the, whoever. So the in dude their is. head, so in their head, I'm sure both Crook and, and Ortiz is thinking like that he's gonna no matter. It's, there's no perfect deal. There's no. You no, know, like saying this on Shady was one story. And then when we're all Shady now, it's a new story. It's like it'll always be. Something. Yeah, because he then, don't want to do it. But, okay. but Joey could wake up one day it, and be like, oh, I feel like recording a song. And then, like, now everybody's just supposed to be like, all right, quick. Joey is in the mood now. Let's all jump in the studio. And I'm sure they felt like they were tired of feeling like another dude was in control of their destiny. And, like, like we all talk about, hard didn't really, like, push a lot. And meanwhile, you still got every fan hounding them about Slaughterhouse. I feel like maybe they felt like Unless they did this, they wouldn't get that shit off their back. And then, mm-hmm. for all we know, on a for all we know, on a the conspiracy theory side, <laughs> all all types of heat to this album. Everybody and they, and a brother gonna cop this album, see what they got to say. And then, for all we know, shit, two years down the line, we might see all four of them jump on a fucking album together and watch that shit mm-hmm. like ridiculously crazy. I'm gonna tell you what. If I hear if I hear all four of them on this album, I'm gonna blow this motherfucker up. I'm telling you that right. I'm telling you right oh, now. Oh, you think you think they're gonna all come out and be like the jokes on you, Jack? Yo, if they if they do that, we gonna have all of them need to show me some hands. <laughs> yeah, you hate Joey, so yeah. See, I I, I, I don't. Though. I don't know why everybody's like, and they're trying to make it seem like is he really the difficult one though? Like I, I mean, I'm talking about personality-wise. Probably is the he's the most complicated one, and we've Bro, seen him. Let me tell erratically. you, erratically. I'm talking about you think about all right, but with no, with no. business though, when it comes to business, you're telling me that he ain't on his shit to the point where he's probably made sense when it comes to deals and shit because he's had his fair share of getting fucked by the industry, and all four of them kind of have in their deals. Because think about it, Ooh, excuse me, uh, Royce was almost on Shady by as like a solo act, and this shit happened with him and M. Uh, Joel Ortiz was writing with Dre and everything. He was on Aftermath, and then that kind of sugar the shit. Uh, who else? Uh, Joey, uh, Def Jam got shitted on, and all that. Joey shit was, Joey's about to go to. Uh, he's about to go to Rockefeller before they 
Yeah, yeah. He he actually was on Rockefeller technically when Dame took it over for a second. And then and then look at Crook too. Death Row. Straight up Death Row. They were all well, on some of the biggest wreck. group. Yeah, but they were all on some of the biggest labels ever. So they all had their share fair share of the music business part of it. Yeah. And I think that's what made that group so dope because it was just like it's four dudes who never really got their super big shine. Like the biggest one was like Joe Budden pump it up, but it was a single, but like he never got well, the let me big tell you what. So then all four of them coming together to me, that was the most beautiful shit ever. Cause it's like, they all lyrical and they all came out independently and that shit did wonders for them. And it wasn't until they got with shady that that shit went because that, that glass house album, I heard it literally the whole, I bought it. I, I have it right over here. I heard it one good time. And I was like, it sounds like Eminem throwaway beats. A lot you talking about the, the the Welcome to Our House? Yeah. Oh, you said Glass House. I, I mean, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. When I'm I heard, on. When I heard the, this is my mother. Yeah, yeah. I was. When I heard, when I heard, when I heard, this is my motherfucking life. Yeah. I was like, oh, is that no? I was like, hey, y'all should have just <laughs> let them do what they wanted to do and just be like, we'll back you. Just make something that looks sounds semi like, you know, a girl song, but not really. And this was in Listen. that era too, though. They should have just but said see, "fuck that, that" and clowned them all like the way Eminem clowns everybody too. But that Listen, joint hurt. That joint hurt Joel's, Joey's point about M because part of his thing about M was that they that he didn't push the album enough. He still he, he jumped on three songs and made the album sound semi poppy, like to try to cross over. That's not. And it was like, but that wasn't that wasn't the way you go with Slaughterhouse. So it's kind of <clears> like you mad at him for not doing what. Um, you know, not doing something that worked, but what you you that was the wrong approach. Anyways, M's approach should have been to just fall back and let y'all do it your way without fucking any kind of bells and whistles. Yeah. Let me tell you what let me tell you what I see. What I see is this. I've been a Joe Button fan since two thousand two. Alright, from the very beginning. Well, my beginning anyway. <laughs> Up until now. He's he's in my top five lyricists of all time. Damn. Without a doubt, I won't even debate it. Damn. I won't even debate it with anybody. He's in there. I, I can He's speak too to depressing. Bruce, but I can speak to Bruce's fandom. Well, so am I. We've ever rolled somewhere <laughs> where Bruce didn't throw him some. Oh, you hear you heard you heard some Joey wherever we was going. Ah. But here's the thing though. In that time, in twenty years, everything I've ever seen him be involved in that started to take shape and get great, he gets away from it. I don't think he he wants to be happy for real. He wants to be in the chaos, in the middle of the nonsense. That's why that's his comfort zone. That's his comfort zone. Being, you know, when things start getting good, he like messes them up for whatever reason. The fear of success, and I know other people like that. Oh, I can. Joel just wants to rap. Joel don't care about nothing else. He just wants to run. You kind of seen that in the live, like. He's on there with Royce, and they clowning Brooke and, and Joel talking about the uh, Jello video and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And the whole time, and the whole time it shows just how all over the place Joey is because he was like, "Nah, Joel is innocent." I feel like this is more crook. Like, yeah, exactly. Joel is so innocent. And yo, speak. I'm glad you said that. Go ahead. Keep going. And by the and then by the end of the of of every, how everything went down is is. Two dudes yelling something dick at each other. It's like, yo, what happened? Because as soon as Joe yeah. came one, as soon as before he even said anything, like Joey's rolling his eyes and making faces and shit. Yo, the and fact is, right before that, I'm hot. 
Because they were asking him a yes or no question, and he was saying, he was saying, and then he straight up called him a liar. It was just like, I know. I never definitively said no. Maybe I just left the shit lingering. And if he would have said, he would have said, all right, you didn't say no, but you left it dragging on so long. What am I supposed to take that as? If he would have just worded it like that, it would have been like, I still didn't. See, Joel, again, Joel is not the debater. And the funny shit, and Royce is like this. <laughs> right? He's just sitting there with his, his head on his chin, and just like. <laughs> no, Joel's not the debater though. Joel just wants to rap. He just and wants he's to be amazing at it. Yeah. And and right before he got on, Joe was saying how he don't care. He just wants everybody to be cool. But when when Royce was like, "You want to talk to Joel? I don't care. I don't care. You clearly care, bro." Yeah. He you said he clearly... didn't want to. He said he said he don't want to really talk about this shit until the album comes out. But obviously, I hate that. He must have I hate when people tell me they don't care. Do I oh, hate but, when people but, tell but me they don't hurt, care, but, but their he, language he shows that they care. Though. I hate that. He admitted it himself. Like he's hurt. He like they're they're, he, they're probably both hurt behind it, and just like, God damn, it just makes me look at them like because I was like, y'all are the ones that have been shitted on by the the industry, and you guys are the old heads that are supposed to not like this tactic bullshit, like doing shit for clout and all that, and then y'all are. That's the part that makes me just look at Joel and, and Crook different. And I nah, see Joel's young, bro. Joel July sixth, just like me, but a year a year later. Joel's okay. young, bro. Oh, I know, but he's wise enough to know like the antic shit is just like corn Julio to me. That to me, that's the part that just makes it corny. Is like you know what you're doing. And you're playing it off as like, oh, no, it's because he left it hanging so long. No, if you that hot and you that lyrical and you that nigga, you and Crook, join join Crook's uh, crew. What's the name of Crook's? Fuck. What's the name of the Crook's CO, crew? The COB. Yeah, the COB. Then join them or be a part of that shit. But obviously, I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you what. Like if, we was, if we was all doing something together and I was the popular one and you and Vinny was like, we need this push and y'all wanted me to do something and I didn't want to do it. And y'all had to go out and y'all use me as a launch pad. Go do that. Cause obviously go, go you need do. it more than I do. Not, not even because that you're you the popular one. Do. If you want to continue to do it and I'm holding y'all up, go do that. And if you mad at me for it, then I got to deal with that. He's saying, you, he's saying that, that he should, and Joey should just let them keep putting out albums of Slaughterhouse. As Slaughterhouse? If they want to, all right. Because, but, then, but then, how would we react to it? If if a slaughterhouse album would have came out and you see it and it literally just says Crook and Joe and Joel, you'd have been like, "We gonna react to it the exact way we re- reacting to it right now." We if, still gonna check it out. If, okay, you would check it out, but would would it be to the point that we're making a fucking podcast episode out of it for forty two yeah. minutes and counting? Nah, yeah. because all right, then why didn't we do that when? Uh, when that hard album came out then with both of them. Because that was different. That wasn't Slaughterhouse. Ah, see, so, all right, so you're cashing in on the name and you're no dissing doubt. But, but this is the thing. All right, then, do that, but don't shit on the other members to to add fuel to it for hype, see, for that, marketing. That's what I agree with. The that marketing part. Yeah. They're using but, it as marketing, the beef as marketing. That's like right. the ultimate so that's corny the shit. There, though. That's a counterpoint there, though, Johnny, because you, you like, clearly are you clearly like recognize that the name Slaughterhouse is bigger than at least Ortiz and Crook's name. So okay, yes. they, so, so they, they, they don't need that to be anybody. They just need that to be as big as they want to be. 
So for all we know, they did bring it to the table for them to just why don't we put out albums just me and Crook and ask Slaughterhouse until y'all ready to jump back on and they might have been like, nah, all four of us are nothing. Yes. So they feel like, okay, they should have just called it two quarter slaughter. That'd be dope. Something. <laughs> something. They just could have it's just I don't know. It would I think it was just kinda like a slap in the face to like just name it that one, two without telling them, three then making songs kind of like indirectly dissing them, and four making them vlogs about it too, and that was just like, yo, that is so messy. See, and they didn't like, diss yeah. Royce though, huh? They didn't really diss Royce in the song. He's like collateral damage. I won't even say that they technically diss Joey. I'm not even gonna say that. Yeah, they I'm, just... I, I'm not even gonna say that. But you're bringing up their names for your clout because you can't get there yourself. And maybe that's why I look at it. I feel like they, I don't. I don't think Royce even feels like they did them. I no, think he don't. Royce he don't. was offended by. I think Royce was offended by them burning the church. But then when you talk to and Kirk then using and, like a Royce, like like, like who are you to that, say who is? No, nah, they said they said that the, the the burning the church in the video wasn't them saying fuck slaughterhouse. It was the, the fans, fans being the fans saying yo, it's over. The fans being disappointed because they can't get the, their shit together and put out another joint. So it's like damn, fuck y'all. So if it's supposed to be symbolic. But I'm sure it also was shade too. But their point is yeah. that it was supposed to, we didn't burn a church; it was the fans. So it's <laughs> it is messy. It is messy. It is drama. And I could understand that if they were in their twenties, but not in your forties, man. Like that's the part that makes it corny to me is that you guys are old heads doing this shit. Y'all ain't youngins. You know what I mean? And granted, yeah, Joey is the messy kind of dude in in at a certain capacity when it comes to that, but. It, it, it's just messy to come from, like, especially crooked, like a West Coast Street ex Dev Row affiliate, and you doing that shit. It's just like, oh, that is corn Julio. And you, you know, smoking your cigars and shit. I always thought that part was kind of corny, but and that's neither here nor there. But that's that hip hop, though. We've seen a lot of old heads do some corny yeah. shit. You could have said, you could say that about NWA with Easy E. You could say that with a lot of, lot of. I'll be honest with you, too. Um, since we're talking about that, the corniness or the flip-floppy, one of the things that always bothered me was, um, and I love the song. Remember Ice Cube had True to the Game yeah. on Death Certificate 91? Yeah. And he was talking about MC Hammer doing the commercials and living way out. Yeah. Bro. You ain't you do white. All that, Stop holding your butt tight. Stop holding yeah, your ass you, tight. You do all that <laughs> and then you pop up in the, you know, are we there yet? It's kind of like... You're doing the same thing, and it's just it's just evolution, man. Yeah, because sometimes the thing we think is corny is not corny; it's just evolution. Remember, everybody was ripping MC Hammer because he had a Pepsi endorsement, a cartoon cereal, and yeah. all that shit. Sometimes you gotta be the first nigga over the over the hill yeah. and catch all the bullets and shit, and then you come back be like, "Yo, it's sweet over there. I got my M's up." You know what I mean? And, and that's why I'm saying maybe this uh, Joel and Crook thing. It's something we haven't really seen. Like them being like, all right, I'm hurt. I'm going to get out here and say what I need to say. And who knows? Maybe this might be, maybe maybe this is strategic for them to be like, you know what? We're going to talk about them. And maybe this will get them get them to come out. Maybe. Or, I don't know. Or the flip side of it, because I know Royce, he always, to me, projects himself as a stand-up dude, except when it comes to, when he's always taking, never mind. Anyway, he always seems <laughs> like, nah, cause I, 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 I with Royce, I always look at him as a stand-up dude, except to when it comes to him defending Eminem and the whole race thing part of it. He always, 
Like, that's the only part where I see a little, like, chink in, like, his personality and shit is when he does that. And it's like, all right, yo, the dude came out with something called the racist mixtape. That takes thought in everything. And, and like, how he downplays the one time in the clubhouse room, he was saying, man, you was white, man. You probably said nigga, too, when you was 15 and shit. But like, okay, saying nigga, okay. A white person saying nigga, shocker. You know what I mean? That's nothing. But to come yeah. out with something called the racist mixtape. Yeah, and physically take time to think, write down, and record songs like that—that's a whole different thing. And you're still defending it. So that's the only part that I see Royce is kind of like a little. I look Royce a little funny, but other than that, he's always been a stand-up dude, though, and like a, a man of integrity, or a man of honor, and all that. And he, he, you could tell yeah. he holds down in friends through the thick and thin. Like to me, I think that was just kind of like a slap in his face, like, and it didn't have to be with him. You know what I mean? And and I understand what you say. I understand what you, both of you are saying when you're saying they just wanted to get their truths out and shit. Uh, all right. Do it in song form. Do it in two songs form. That's cool. But don't make the whole title of your album that based off this group that y'all swore y'all, y'all bros and y'all was a part of it. Then that lets me know then that shit was manufactured from the rip. Yeah. See, and, and that's what I'm saying. Let me hold my tongue first before I hear the album. Because yeah. if the whole album is about that. That's, then yeah, I might look at you weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to eat it up because it's, it's still slaughterhouse related. Yeah, but Vin, uh, did did both of y'all or did one, uh, Vinny? Did you hear that part too though? When um in that in that long ass live with with Joe with Joe and Royce, where Royce is all like, he was like, I couldn't, I could kind of respect the shit from from Joel Ortiz because I don't really know him like that. But Crook, I spoke to Crooked literally every single day, and for him to know that shit was happening and not tell me and just. Let me know with the world. I was just kind of, that's the part that made me look at him funny too. Cause it's like, yo, if it was somebody you don't speak to like that, all right. Cause Joel always seemed like the outsider, but you could tell Crook, he kept in touch with all of them. You know what I mean? But that's why, like, and that's why this seems so weird. I feel it like seems... it was that, I think that's why Crook did it. Cause if I'm talking to you every day, I know you and I know you ain't going to do it. So, yeah. Oh, he, go ahead, I, Vinny, I, go ahead. Vinny. Like, I, so I feel like Crook, you know, he, he had his fingers to the pulse of the group. Like, he, he knew from filling it out, from being in touch with everybody, being the more social one, that he knew that this shit wasn't going to happen. It had to go a different way for it, it to, you know, them to make the moves that they want to make. And, yeah, it's a, it's obviously a controversial decision to make it uh, a thing instead of just you and Joel doing your own thing. But I also feel like it is a business, and I feel like you may catch some shots from the integrity part but then on that flip side you you have bought a lot of publicity for yourself yeah and i this, feel like I, I don't feel like i don't feel like it's uh the negative i don't feel like the negatives probably outweigh the positives for them because they do they do look good and joey's uh you know erraticness and wild type of behavior just makes them look like they telling the truth and joey looks like he's just crazy it, his personality is always going to throw him in that shit. Like, uh, like that part. Do you remember the part too, Vin? When he was saying, uh, Royce was like, a good friend of mine, who all y'all know, sued me for a million dollars over some shit. And he was talking about yeah. Crooked. I was like... Wait, that's what he was talking about? Well, because he said it. He was like, Crooked Eye. And then they both nodded their head. Is that what... Did I misinterpret that, Vinny? Or did, is that what he said? I did not take that to mean crook. In, in the I didn't know that mean that crook. In the context of that conversation, I would imagine he would just let out said that. He's, well, that's he what I'm saying. About, uh, when he learned, little. Nah, because when he said that, when when he he was saying a friend of mine, a real good, a friend of mine that you and I both know, 
sued me for a million dollars and it was both like nodding their head and then when he was like yeah that guy was crooked eye and i was like hold up did he just say that or maybe i, I gotta hear that part again i don't know if i missed i thought you talking about trey little the, the uh boy you can run with oh i don't know if, if that's the case if that's true too then i was like and y'all was never really friends like that yo that's crazy yeah shit. i feel like that I never would have thought what, man. Because do I doubt money. they would have done business after that if that was true. That's yeah. that fucking nuts. That'd have been fucking But then nuts. again, uh Raekwon sued uh, he got the beat on perfect. Raekwon sued the Rizzer. Yeah. So, it's just business. Shit, man. That's crazy. But then again, with us, we ain't in that financial space where it could be like we're suing somebody or we don't know much about the music industry and shit so like if you sue somebody totally does it really world. need yeah we I'm, gonna you, I'm gonna tell you what we i'm just that. a different dude i wouldn't do that i wouldn't i wouldn't sue y'all but look I at wouldn't. our morals and our compasses we're on uh, uh i wouldn't do that we're all even level yeah. like you know what i mean we're not in a in that's i think i don't know man maybe the tax brackets you, change you, you think you think if I if, if something pops off with anything that I'm doing that I'm not bringing y'all up and expecting y'all to use my name to get your name out there? You think I ain't doing that? That's that's how I am too. Like I was like for example, my business, I school everybody that has, has questions on it, and I give them the three the three no the three no rule, and that lets me know if they're really into it. If I start explaining something to them, and it was like, well, I can't. Da, 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 da. All right, strike one. And then I start explaining a little more and a little more, trying to school them. And they're like, oh, but that seems like two. Strike two. They'll be like, oh, but I don't have the time. Strike three. All right. you just, it just ain't for you. That's it. Yeah. You don't have the time. You don't have the Huh? Like, but with relationships, though, it, it also you have to look at it as an extrapolation effect. Like Elaborate. People, so, like, if... Uh, if an NFL star blows his contract money, we all look at him like he's an idiot. Like, every single person that you know hasn't ever lived check to check. But yet, when they got more money, they just bought a nicer car. And then they still live check to check. And then they get a, a bigger bag. And then now they bought a house. And they still, you know what I mean? So if, yeah, you they take really... who, if you take somebody who doesn't have much financial literacy and give them $300 a week bagging groceries at Giants, and they blow it, that's the same type of person, if they climb that ladder and get to 300000 a year, if they haven't learned much, they're very likely to just think, yeah. well, next week, I'm going to bag more groceries and get more money. They might think, next week, I'm going to get another Pepsi deal or whatever. <laughs> so in that in that respect, if I, me and Bruce go to, you know, see – Lupe at a concert and he couldn't make it and I, I spent $40 on a ticket for him and he just got sick the kids got sick and then he never got me that 40 right I might look at it as like alright whatever but when well now we're millionaires and we agreed to do a, a, a business venture together and I put up his half of a you know $100,000 deal yeah. and he backed out he may look at that as the same as us looking at 40 Dollars. Yeah, and now I have to be like, "Yo, where's my forty? Which I might not likely do. And you might be like, "Nah, you. I thought you was giving it to somebody else." Like the games people and, and then you where see we're me on the street talking forty. Exactly. The games that we play over, like somebody owing you twenty bucks or something, and then like jerking you around on it. It's at at their level to them. That's what you know, uh, half a million yeah. you know is to them. 
So they might not look at it as I would never yeah, do that. They don't look at it as but, drastic. Yeah. Like Raycon owing like Rizza owing Raycon a million dollars. It might be like you fucking just forgetting around or just feeling like, uh, you know, like uh, you was really mad about that fifteen dollars that you know, mm-hmm. you know Ponderosa Vinny. What the fuck? It's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that would be like that would be like me getting mad at, at Lael for uh, buying buying his prime VIP tickets and him not showing up that day. You know, exactly, right? So like when you laugh, Bruce, it's not like two birds chirping, fighting. <laughs> I thought we was in Jurassic World or something. One of them animals was gonna jump on each side of me and kill me and shit. You know, I'm trying not to laugh. That's the thing. Yeah, fuck it. I'm trying to laugh while y'all talking. Y'all, y'all nah, but he, he ended up paying me back. It was like, you know, a decade later. But, um, yeah. <laughs> anyways. Or him leaving you hanging for for the Black Star make you drive down to D.C. Yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, you're right. It, but then that says, that, that goes more to character of people, though, too, though. Or, yeah. or then you just know, okay, this is the person Next time, if anything comes up like that, money up front. God damn it! You know what I mean? I, would, I need the money so then, up front. That's all. See, but then, from and what I heard was that they would be meeting up in heaven, heaven studios, and Joe at the last minute be like, "Yeah, I ain't coming." Right. So you, I didn't hear that what, part. I didn't hear that part. That's at all. Where, yeah. But that's where it goes to character because the crook is in touch with these dudes every day. They know each other better than we know each other. If Crook and Joel really felt like y'all, they're gonna drift us forever. So it might have only been a year and a half, but it's already been, you know, ten years on top of that. This, we got we might have got off of, of Shady, but that don't mean that now he's going to like come through because he probably could tell if he was going to do it or not based on how you interacted, you know, times where you actually did show up versus we all know that somebody that based on what they text before the day we all supposed to do something, if they really coming or not. Ah, yeah. Y'all do that too. Yeah, I used to do that with yep. my squad too, yeah. Yeah, we can feel really it. it. We can feel it. True, true. That's, yeah, that's true. That's why though, I'm always the, the organizer. Like yep. with certain people, like like for example, like certain friends, like you said, certain compartments. Like for example, if, if any of that bar crawl DC should jump off, I know Dre's with it. I know mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about I'll buy the tickets and I know he got the hotel room. We don't even have to discuss the money until the day of. You know what I mean? We already we already know it's already all right, I'm picking you up at your crib, you coming to my crib, park your car right here. All right, cool, boom, we out. You know what I mean? Or, or with Rock, when we when we gonna do something. Yo, the slaughterhouse tickets, all right, who all going? All right, I'm buying everybody a ticket except Leo. We go. It's all gravy, you know what I mean? And Vinny's the most yep. consistent one too and shit. Matter of fact, Vinny was always the most consistent one with all of us. Even the Griselda, yeah, he's definitely the most consistent. Even even the Griselda shit, the Talib Kweli, all them times we went down, we went down south. The second I get everybody going, I buy all the tickets. You know what I mean? To, the money yeah. isn't really nothing to me in that in that when it comes to that type of shit, and especially when if you're with, dealing with stand up dudes, because Vinny's always been a stand up dude. It's about showing up though. See, that's yeah. the thing. Show up, and I, I feel like Joey. Don't I don't know, man. I I love the He's dude. He's a selfish dude. He's a selfish I've dude. Seen, yeah, everything and that's the funny I've thing. seen from him, yo. He he maximizes and monetizes his selfishness or his personality and his don't give a fuckness. He he monetizes. Yeah, but that eventually you're gonna run into a wall. Eventually you're gonna run into a wall. Well, I mean, he's slowly growing and shit. I've been listening to his podcast since literally episode two and shit when it was just him and then Rosenberg started at the beginning with the shook ones beat. And it was called I'll yeah. name this podcast later. You know what I mean? I've been listening to him since then. And he's changed, but you could tell in some ways he's still stuck in his own shit. 
the one thing I do want to know though, wrapping this quick shit up is do you notice that um he said this a couple of times on the episode. He was like, there's one rapper that I'm waiting for him to just to say my name and I'll come out of retirement the, the next week. He was like, I'll go, I'll go fly out to Detroit, chill with Royce for a whole week and just do boot camp and Yeah, he keeps saying that, but I don't know, I don't know who, who it about. is. I don't know who I it is. I keep thinking it's Drake. Nah, he was saying cause cause Crook asked him too on the, the little snippet that they had of the um the pull up that yeah. never came out. And I'm wondering yeah. I'm wondering why that never came out now it too. Did, that it makes didn't, it didn't come out because Crook boxed him in. Brook Crook is very strategic. He can speak. And I feel yeah. like Joey can't do his narcissistic thing with Crook. He don't get like, Crook they got but also, too, I'm wondering if they aired out a little too much dirty laundry on a group that they didn't want out at the time either. Probably. You know what I mean? But it makes I always wondered who the fuck it is, man. And and everybody in the room, when he would say it, like, oh, I know who it is. Like, you know, what talk, I know he's talking about. I want to know who the fuck that is, though. That would bring him out of retirement like that. That's just crazy. I don't know. I don't know. Jay-Z? But, <laughs> nah, Jay-Z already did what he had to do to him. Shit. Everybody who we think it might be. He has already either had something with him, or like, or somebody like M, where he didn't respond, so it could be him. Well, he said it was a New York MC. He said it was a New York MC. I ain't listen to him regardless. Remember all that he was talking about, Sahai? Yeah. And Sahai was like, "Nah, you go first. Yeah, yeah. And he ain't saying that. Oh, I'm yeah. retired, so I'm retired. I'm retired. Then shut up, then. Man. Anything I... related to rap, shut up. But do you think an MC ever you. really retires? Come on. Um, Something that's your your passion. I would I would like to say they don't, but he is showing us that he is. It's been six Shit. years. Too short, too short retired twice. Jay-Z retired <laughs> once. Who else retired? Shit, a couple of people do, but you never lose it. That's just like basketball. You never really lose your your wrist, your arm, and your technique and everything. You know what I mean? Even Mike Tyson. Shit, he was retired and look, he came back out. So I Listen, don't think that's shout out to my Oakland family, but too short has never really rapped. He just talked to us. Hey man, he just talked to us. His albums was ill too, man. Shit, and I liked him. I liked him, and I liked the other Oakland. Shout out to Battle Cat. Come through like a double permit complex. Oh god, <laughs> <laughs> you remember E40 used to If I ever met him, I want to ask him like, how do you feel when motherfuckers on the East Coast say they don't understand what the fuck you're saying? Like I'd be like, does that really offend you, or does it matter because you're making so many millions just in the Bay alone yeah. that you don't have to go anywhere? It ain't for them, Playboy. You know what I'm saying? When I do things, nothing but a couple of melted chocolate cheese. <laughs> 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 40, 40 was the MC that made me aware of how much of a bubble sometimes I'll be in because I remember just mm. at his shit and thinking, I'm sure he has people who like him in the same way, like, you know, people, everybody has their own. But then when I would see shit, like, you have to check in with him and shit when you go yeah. to bed. Realize he's an OG. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Like oh, to yeah. me, the thought of having to like call E40 and be like, "Yo, I'm <laughs> in Houston. Is that okay?" And that's how. Yeah, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. East Coast bias, though, to us because we exactly. don't look at E40 exactly. like that. Whereas over there, he's a big deal. Whereas we look you at him. See, like, they almost got Biggie out the paint when he was out there talking about I just had a E40 thought about that too, man. Like, what if? Biggie would have got killed at that E40 show, and that was it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We'd have never got yeah, hit the time out of that shit. Yes, it, it could have happened. Yep. Show just how different the world is right now with hip hop. Because like we clown these, well, I do. I clown these mumble rappers and these kids, but like I can't imagine 
Like, it, as ridiculous as having to check in with E40 is, like, I, I know for a fact, ain't nobody have to worry about checking in with, like, little Uzi Vert when they go to, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, at least yeah. their shit is safer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But see, checking in with E40 would be the equivalent of going to LA during a Defra area and checking in with Suge. Because yeah. he was but that yeah. man in the Bay. But, but that was, I felt like that was more understood and respected and known to us back then than E40 was. Like, well, to me, if, because I mean, Defro was the biggest thing in the world, though. Yeah. Sick with records was just starting out. You, you know what I mean? Like, it also has to do with the type of music. Like, they carried themselves like they were dangerous. So it was like, it was bleeding. And they have right? financial backing. You know what I mean? Where, like, it, it felt like that that was the image that they per- portrayed in very well. But, like, E40, it's to me, in my perception, or the same with, like, a masterpiece. They didn't come across as somebody who would, like, that be also doing criminal criminal shit behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Oh, don't, like don't get it twisted. Yeah. I know, I'm pretty Bruce. That, I'm pretty sure you heard. That's Pim- that East Coast bias. I never really yeah. realized it Pim- until I did realize it. Yeah, rest in peace, Pimp C. He was talking shit, and uh, Master P went to his hotel room with a couple of dudes and tuned him up. Yeah. I know you heard that one. I know you heard that one, Bruce. Yeah. They're like, oh, you talking? Oh, word? Oh, okay. Okay. You, you yeah. from PA? You from PA? Tech, like Texas, PA, Port Arthur. But, um, I mean, that's New um, Louisiana. But it's like, oh, word? Okay. Yeah. I'll be right there. You know what I mean? I like the silent but deadly cats and shit. But yeah. to put a button on it, I guess we'll see when the album comes out. But, like, I, like, like, I kind of agree with Bruce. Like, if it's a whole album, like 10 whole songs, like, all right. Jesus Christ. Mar- March 11th. March 11th, I'm going to be on it. I'm interested in, you know, hearing maybe a little bit more about what they got to say, but I feel like I already heard enough. And through lives and all that shit, right? And yeah. clubhouse rooms and all that yeah. shit. Man, we spent an hour and five minutes talking about them shit. Uh, let's put a button on that. Let's put a, let's, let's stick a fork in it in the pig. And when you think about it, too, the sick with it logo is a pig, too. So I'm wondering if they had to pay you 40 something for having the same pig. Like, <laughs> But E forty, yeah, E forty sick with it though was a piggy bank though. Yeah, when we think about it, um, I didn't see the Batman, but I heard it I was didn't very either. good. Vinny, was it? It was it as good as their the reviews are saying. No, but I'm I'm biased. See, I got because you like Batman. I know you got a special spot with the Batman. I know. Yeah, I got to see so I can talk with Vinny. It's not the, it's not as bad as negative reviews, and it's not as good as the the positive. Is it better than Batman and Robin? Yes. <laughs> Anything is better than Batman and Robin. Shit. Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. Fuck out of here. Yeah. I want to get into any, like, Florida's type of talk, but there's definitely some, some dope shit that they do. That I'm like, yo, all right. It was really cool to see this. And I heard I heard that Batman's a detective, so I'm, I'm all for that. There, and, like, a detective detective. So, so, you, so, so that's it. You're going to be hyped. That's what's up. Go ahead. My bad, I was coughing up a lung. Um, so the premise is him into two years into being the Batman. Is that how it the premise it starts with that? Him two year years two. into being it, he's like a rookie. Year two, and it's clear that it's the second year. Got it, got it. All right, well, we'll 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 put it up, man. I shit, shit. Diana tested positive on on two days before we was all supposed to go and shit, and then I got the fever from hell, so I couldn't yeah. make it. And I, I was still recovering symptoms too, but I was I came up clean. I just wanted to make sure, you know, I just wanted to lay low for a little bit. Yeah, man, that's all I did. But this I'm week. still glad I got out to see y'all, regardless of you know whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. 
Uh, anything else y'all want? Oh yeah, I did want to touch on that subject, but I wanted to wait till more more people came on and shit. It's just like when, and, I, and I'm actually stealing this topic from from the Joe Bun podcast when it was just like, at what age did you feel comfortable in the skin that you're in, like being the person that you are? I still don't yet because you're always constantly growing. Yeah. Nah, not even that. Just, really? Nah, just you know, um, these are the ages. I'm at the age where, or shit, I'm going to say we all at the age, but I am personally going through it where I'm just going through like midlife crisis. Oh, you at that point? I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. Just straight midlife crisis. Like where I'm just thinking of all the things that I want to do and some of the things that might have possibly passed me by. So I can't say I'm comfortable because I'm still in a regret phase. Oh, or, or, or in the FOMO panic phase? phase. Oh, you're in the huh? Are you in a FOMO phase, like the fear of missing out, or feel like feel like you like, damn, if I would have done this at such and such age, I'd be yeah. in this position now. And blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah. I'm I'm battling I'm battling that, and I know there's nothing I can do about it, but yeah. I can't I could never say that I'm comfortable in who I am while I'm living with regret. Be like, damn, if I'd have put a condom on right then, I'd have one less kid, I'd be <laughs> one less mouth to feed. Yeah,对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对，对对对
Yeah. Maybe. maybe, but I, I wouldn't think, see, but to, like you said, though, to the West Coast, he's he's a big deal to them, whereas Snoop is big deal to all. Mary's big deal to all. Dre, big deal to all. Eminem, big deal to whites all over Earth. You know whites. what I mean? Yeah, all the whites. 50 Cent was just a quick little two-second upside down, my belly hurt a little bit, and you know what I mean? <laughs> K-Dot, they gave him a, that was a nice little shine for K-Dot. I, I, was, I was proud of that one. Shit. But, um, <clears throat> nah, I don't, nah, nah, Chuck, I don't know, man. It, this is the funny thing, though, I could always say about him, even though the lies and all the pranks and the antics and stuff that he does, the motherfucker's never made a whack album. Ever. Um, Think about it. All his albums yeah. is at, is at least B plus or yeah. higher, man. The, the yeah, rap content and yeah, he knows how to make songs. The they're all solid. Yo, Some man. game. Yeah. Game? Yes. Game. The game has never dropped a whack album. Like that was just like yeah. this is garbage. The night go listen to nineteen ninety two. That shit was fucking fire. Yep. Yeah, that was a good album. <clears throat> you know, it was just says once once he got off the main there's a Joe Button line. When the uh when the uh label stops supporting you, so do the fans. Like most rappers, when they go off of a main record label, people stop checking for them because they ain't gonna get the placements much. Yet yet they all constantly try to make force every rapper to be, get you know, go indie and just do it yourself. Like that's like yeah. that work and they consider that, that falling off. Your hip hop fans is trash, all right? Yes, we are, are trash. Yes, yes. We are trash. Like, not everybody is meant to be tech nine. It don't work like that. Yo. Longevity like a motherfucker. Yeah, he has his core base. There, get it. Motherfucker made the but, top. But the top don't work. Made the, you have to be a you have to be a special type of person to do it all on your own. And if you on indies, you doing all the shit on your own. Yeah. And 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 he doesn't. Does. Yeah. Well, that's because though he controls his entire empire. Like they said in Canada. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, finish it. Go he, ahead. He got a big white fan base too. That too. Yep. The whites support him like a motherfucker. They said in Kansas City, he has a gigantic warehouse the size of a fucking Amazon warehouse where they literally make everything strange music there. Everything. Yep. Hats. Fucking condoms. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, Plates, he, he does everything. Drapes, everything. Yes, he's it's branded incredible. that whole shit, and he's expanded that shit. So, like, if you own a warehouse with all the merch and all the money comes back to you, yep. what? What? Yep. You don't even need radio, and at this point, you don't need radio at all anyway. But Jesus Christ, Latter Day Saints, yep. the Mormons, shit. He just got people that follow him. Yo, yo, and that's what's up. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to the to the independent game, and for you to be in the top Forbes list. Without one song on the radio or without nobody mentioning you, just a, 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 a like a quiet giant. And you get these kids today, I have to, like for real, it's crazy. I feel like some artists are so big, they don't even have to put out a project. They can just ask their fans for $10 a piece and they'll just give it to them. <laughs> yeah. Like when I heard these kids was giving, um, uh, what's the Jenner girl? The one Jenner girl, they were, they were giving her money so she could become a billionaire. What kind of shit is that? Yeah, yo, that that's that's the whites, man. That's white power right there, man. I'm trying to be a billionaire too. Give me, give me ten dollars. Exactly, because now nah, they said because they said she was what a couple M's short, and that's yeah, why they gave it to M's her. Shorts, and they said, man, look. <clears throat> now, man. look at, now, now, now I'm gonna tell you the opposite reverse of that shit. And I heard this. I don't know. Saigon said this. I don't know if this is true, but if it is, talk about the ultimate, uh, the reverse of that, and the most wicked and. 
fucked up way. Um, he was saying one time that uh, they were saying like Philly was like number three in the worst crime rates. So there was literally a couple of motherfuckers in Philly that started going out and shooting and killing people just to make the crime rate go up so they can be up I on can, the slot. I can <laughs> see that. I can Mother see that. Motherfucker. Yo, we are a bizarre species. Yo, I'm telling you, man. And that shit where they said the aliens ride by Earth and lock their doors. I believe that. that I never heard that too just now, yo. You never heard that? Nah, I yo. I believe it. Jesus. Ride right by Earth and lock them doors. That's hilarious, yo. That's fucking funny as shit. <laughs> we got anything else we want to touch on before we wrap up, yo? Anything y'all got on your on your brains? Because I wanted to touch on the Batman, but I, I I really wanted to get out there with y'all fellas, but I, I felt like shit. And I was trying to find yeah. a I was trying to find a good version on on that cinema free cinema app or whatever, and I couldn't find one. So, uh, anything else though? Is there any, anything? 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 Nah. Other than that, just you know. Uh... Everybody out here listening, if, you, if you're in Pennsylvania, just staying strong. Benny, I know you be going through it because it'd be warm one day, then it'd be snowing. Then it'd be hot. It's snow in the morning snow. and shit. Like, what yeah, the it's crazy. So this week, I was supposed to, um, I was I was supposed to take the last week. Now I'm supposed to start next next um, next Monday is when I'm, I'm back to it. But it was like 70 on Sunday, and I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers are going to be expecting to see my ass this week. But yep. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to take one more week of winter winter break. And I was feeling all guilty about it. I was talking with girls. She was like, yo, you're going to be going so hard this week. I mean, this this summer, like you always do, like don't don't feel that way. And then I look at the weather yesterday, and it's snowing. It's supposed to be snowing on Wednesday. I'm like, <laughs> yo, I, I'm like, all right, I, I guess I can say, hey, man, I you know, it was snowing this week. Fuck off my back, you know? Pennsylvania's trash. Welcome to central Pennsylvania. I was about to say the same fucking it's shit, yo. Trash. Watch, watch yeah, it be watch it be April third and we get three three to five inches. If you don't central central Pause. PA, if you don't, central PA, if you don't like the weather, <laughs> give it a minute. Exactly. Exactly. I I, I totally agree. <laughs> But and give it a minute. But all is said all in all though, I like having different seasons like go- that. Maybe if I grew up, maybe if I grew up somewhere else, I probably wouldn't. But if I moved to like California somewhere now, where it was just summer all the time, I probably would. It probably would throw me off. I probably would. I'm gonna give you you on the Daniel Tosh line when people say they like seasons. He was like, so do I. That's why I live in a place that skips the shitty ones. (laughs) I'm I'm going. But that depends what's shitty for you though, because I like throwing on fucking. A hoodie or a coat and a, and a beanie and shit. I like. This is how I look at it. When it comes to temperature, I hate humidity. I hate waking up and sticking to myself. Who the fuck wants to do oh, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's that's if I'm near the beach, though, I don't care what it is. If, nah, if, if I'm, I'm close saying. to the water, I don't care what the conditions are. I just want to be where the water is. Okay, well then go move to the uh, go move to Massachusetts. Go go right by the river and shit like. It's funny how. Let me tell you something. Cold. I know it is. It is even in the summer. Your feet will get numb just putting your foot in it. Um, let me tell you the funny shit about that too, though. You really don't appreciate the beach that much until you move away from it. Because where I lived, the beach was three blocks to the right, <laughs> and I bro. never went. I never went there at all. At all. We well, moved you said down. It was cold. No, but I'm not talking about to swim. Just to even look at the fucking ocean and oh, yeah. just daydream. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, never did. Never. It was right there. And we moved yep. here. It was like, God damn, I wish I would have went to, you know what I mean? Just went to Lynn Way or just went to Lynn Beach and just But when I move, I'm going to have y'all Earth. down. Y'all come check me out. When you move where? 
I'm moving. I'm going to South Carolina. Never thought I'd say that because I hated South Carolina as a kid. But yeah. I found a nice little spot in South Carolina. That's where I got my heart set at. Beachfront? Waterfront? Yeah. Waterfront? A little bit back, little bit back from the beach. Okay. okay. Maybe a block from the beach. Oh, he, he shit. Got, he gonna do the Lex Luthor shit and try to destroy the coastline so he got the new <laughs> Word. Exactly. <laughs> Word. Shit. Damn, I thought I thought I was gonna go a whole episode without saying exactly. No, I fucked it up. Shit. Oh well. Who cares? Uh, but anyway, tagline, bro. I know, I know. But yeah, I can't believe we did spend like an hour and some change talking about fucking slaughterhouse. And they're probably and they're all milking attraction too, though, because Joey hardly ever goes online and does live. But I guess he yes. figured he had to get out he ahead doing. of it. I guess he figured he had yep. to get out ahead of it. And like, hold up, I ain't gonna let y'all spin this narrative. Like, I fuck this shit. Hey, y'all, you know what I mean? We'll we'll see that's, what happens though. Like I said, man, with that. That's what I'm telling you. If I see all four of them on the album, I'm gonna blow this motherfucker up. That is what, more than anything, has led me to believe we might be getting worse. Because if it was if it was 100 percent true, and you would think that he would just address it on his podcast, but he's going online on lives and shit to address it on multiple it. days in yes. a row when he already has a platform. That means to tell me that you backhandedly at least are trying to help him. That, that, or, up. that or damage to, control. No, but think about it. Narrative. Think about the reverse think about the reverse psychology of ending that live with Joel saying, Well then support the album then the album can suck my dick which kinda like no, he isn't doing that. He told the album to suck his dick. That's all fucking. It could be all orchestrated, yo. And it could be all promo for for the album, You're right? It no. better not. It better not be. That's all I know. Let me ask y'all this then, too. After this, like, let's say after the album comes out and everything, do you think that the motherfuckers could actually sit in a room and actually record an album again? I doubt they liked each other much in the first place. So yeah, thank you. I I can because Joey, yo, Joey, he's scary, bro. Like he can cut. He sat on the podcast and said he don't always friends respect. Like who that said that? That part was the craziest shit I heard in a while too. That who one I didn't expect that? from him, and he said it, and and none of them jumped up and snuffed him. Rory was right next to him, who had already been for the nah, last couple episodes Maul saying he wanted to fight Maul's him. Maul's too cool. Yeah, Maul's too cool. But Maul, if Maul wouldn't have been cool, yeah, he probably would have jumped on him. Yeah, and then it, then it, and Parks is Royce in that situation. Because Parks would just be in the middle of all of it, just like uh. he was like, "Nah, you was kind of a dick." He he kind of he Parks is the one yeah. that kind of checks him and shit when he talked about like, "Yeah, remember that time when you yeah when y'all was in the backyard and you and Maul and y'all was yelling at each other? Yeah, you was kind of wrong." Like he was yeah. checking him. So and shit. In the wall. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, telling him the podcast wasn't none of his business, and it's like, but he was yeah, in the rip, and you're the one that that's put crazy. him on there. But, you know, everything happened the way it had to happen for the way the shit ended up the way it ended up. They in a good space. He's in a, you know, he's still doing his thing. I like, to me, Ish is the best, is the best uh, B-Mike he's ever had. And I, I, get that. I don't see it as an impossibility at all for them all to jump on because I feel like that was more of a, I feel like it was a business arrangement where they became friends after getting together anyway. Yeah. I don't feel like be not Plus, Royce mentioned really quick the process in which they record any way where they would just uh, record they they part and send it off. So it ain't like they all got to be in the same room. True, true. But I would still I would still look at all of them with a crooked eye, pun intended. But you know what I mean. <laughs> I would still look at the other two 
I would still look at the other two with like a side of like, damn, if you're capable of pulling that, it would just, like I said, the respect level just goes down a, a notch or two. Yo, it's, it's hip hop. Yo, hip hop is it's just the music a business. Glow. It's just a stage glow for wrestling, yo. I don't believe none of it. True. That's true. True. So that, also, shout out to Crooked Eye because he used to live here. So he used to live in Harrisburg. Did he? Yep. Yeah, Ag, Ag was supposed to jump on and shit, but I, he was, he said he spoke to him the other day. Cause he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot him and Crook is cool. Yeah, yeah. Him, um, Ag produced a couple of beats for uh, for their group and shit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Man, my shit's congested as fuck. I just uh, I just uh, I got Red Dead Redemption two for my uh for my birthday. I know I'm a little late, but and I had to, I had to get a two terabyte hard drive, and so I'm just starting it like now. Yeah, they'll like, make you delete your shit if you don't. Huh? Otherwise, they'll make that's the type of game they'll make you delete your shit if you don't. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it had a, it had a data disc first, and then it had the fucking joint. I was like, oh shit, it, it's that big. Yep. But I heard, I heard the world is so huge. Like, yeah, it's a hundred, it's a hundred gig. That's crazy. Well, fuck it. I, I but it is an amazing game. I didn't finish it. I'm probably gonna start it over. I didn't finish it. But okay, I think I got close to the end. Mm. And and can you do like can you do it like Grand Theft where you can go like free for all if you want to and not have to do certain yeah. missions? Yeah, that's what I want to do. I like exploring. That is no cars. It's all horses. I know. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck. I, I, open world game. I like seeing it's, the landscape. Yeah, I like seeing the landscapes yeah. and shit. Like I'm seeing, I'm on the first part where they had to climb up a mountain to go get a kid and fight off these wolves and shit. And I was like, yeah, that shit looked amazing. And know, they got, and you can hunt and you know hunt and take the animal skins and you know what I mean, like find gators and it's dope. Go fishing. It, it's it's fire. Tough. That's one of my favorite games. Tough. Good. 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 And I'm gonna be. Be up the rest of the night playing that shit, probably. But um, yeah. fellas, uh, I want to thank y'all for uh, coming on. Doula said he was Doula was seemed like he was with it, but I guess he said fuck it. <laughs> and He's sleep already. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, his hour switched. But fellas, I want to thank yeah. y'all. And anyway, we're the three real slaughterhouse fans out of all five of us. Anyway, absolutely. You know what I mean? Because yeah, me and Vinny, we we seen we seen. Let me see, we seen Royce. Together, we see all slaughterhouse together. I saw Joel Ortiz. I, I thought I probably seen Royce the most live. Let me see. Yeah, I've seen Joey the most live. I've seen Joey live by himself once. I've seen Joey Royce and Joel. Oh, oh, Joey. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you go when Joey was in Harrisburg? When Joe Button was in Harrisburg? Did you go to that? When at, the, um, at the armory. I because he did like three songs and dip. And I was like, you motherfucker. I did not go. I wanted to I go. I didn't go to that one either. And shit. They said he, he getting smart people and shit. And I was like, wow. He, but, he, couldn't have, he couldn't have made it more clear. He didn't want to be there. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you take it a was, show it was, in this motherfucker, yeah, you can tell you guys. His whole demeanor. He, he did his shit. And I was like, ah. He don't never want to do nothing though. Yeah, that's the thing. See, see, look at you. Look, look at the hate. Do you hear it? Yo, I'm sorry, man. That's my guy. But come on, man. If you don't ever want to do something, and then we jump out and start doing something, and you start talking about, oh well, I'm just hurt, man. Shut up. <laughs> I was just about to rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, you wasn't. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Just about to. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit, fellas, I'm gonna oh, log off of this. I, I still feel like shit. My shit, my shit is running. I'm coughing up a lung. 
Oh, uh, all y'all be safe out there. Do y'all think Corona finally left and just the market employer? We just like Corona ain't, ain't trendy no more, so it don't even matter because I heard they just lifted a bunch of mandates and all that shit. They did. This this is it's, I don't want to get too political with it, but Saturday Night Live just did a skit making fun of liberals and masks, and somebody did a video was like, "Is this mean? The gov- is this how the government is telling us to really be off of it?" If they got Saturday Night Live making fun of liberals. That's crazy. I'm telling you, that's man. That's crazy. Yeah, it was just that weird. Crazy. Because they just re- they just for Coachella they re- they said fuck all the mandates for basketball games now. Fuck all the mandates for the whole 2022 season when football comes back. Fuck all the mandates. Uh, no mask. You don't have to do shit. None of that again. So if New York drops their mandate shit. Then I know it's over. It's that's it. All I know is all y'all are fucking guinea pigs. I'm still wearing my mask until I fucking feel like it. I'm gonna be the, I'm gonna be the last motherfucker in seats with a mask. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not a guinea pig because I didn't get the shot. <laughs> I didn't. Well, Vinny had to. Vinny had to get his to go to Comic Con. I just yeah, waited I had, it out. You know what? If it wasn't for Comic Con, I probably still wouldn't have my shot either. I'm going to go to Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not they, doing they were like, they, they had a plan for each person who would say no. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll get, They're going to find something we'll that you like and squeeze. Yeah. 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 This is how I knew. I this is how I knew, yo. <laughs> this is how I knew it, this shit must really be uh, played out because when, when uh, Lael and his girl came over on my birthday and they didn't have a mask on, I said, oh, they're the most paranoid motherfuckers I know and they ain't got them on. Shit. Yeah, yo. <laughs> we used to go places with Lael and he had the full blast shield on. I mean, he, he is a Star Wars fan. Exactly. So I that was his way of you know, living out his dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when I see both of them come over and near one of them had the mask on, I said, oh, shit. Yeah, that was the first thing I thought too. I ain't say nothing, but I thought that too. I was like, "Damn, we safe because they ain't wrapped up." Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The vegan that's scared of shit in his food and everything, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yo, we're dragging this shit out. We, we, oh shit, we're an hour and a half. God damn. Well, if you've listened this long, we appreciate it. Trust me, we all we all appreciate it, and. Fellas, we need to link up and finally uh, start using those machines that I'm seeing on your screen, uh, Bruce, and I'll bring yeah, over my, my MK. So let's all arrange a time. It could be at my house. It could be at Venrock's house. Well, I can't say. It, when Whoever's house is available, I'll drive there. I don't whoever. care. So, whoever. So let's just schedule a time. Venrock, I know you're probably going to be busy the next couple of days, but when, when you typically have downtime and you're feeling creative and shit and, you know, just call me. Yeah, I got like, some Yo. stuff I'm doing with my cousin, too. He, he need to come over here and record his vocal. So maybe when okay. he does that, I'm going to let y'all know when y'all can come through for that, too. Exactly, man. Shit, if y'all ever have anything to do, just be like... Come through for everything. Yeah, just be like, yo, get out the house. Shit, get me out the house. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm dying over here. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this has been... Damn, this is episode 60-something. Shit. I'm yeah. actually proud of it. You doing your thing. Yeah, man. That. Consistency's a motherfucker, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks. I was surprised I'm able to hold it up. I've outlasted even a couple of famous people's podcasts. Uh Easy Money, yeah. uh, ter- terminology right here, man. He started one called Politic Ditto. He had Buck Wild on there. He had mm-hmm. a couple of different rappers and shit on there. And he gave that shit up too. I was like, and so did uh Bink. Bink had yeah. one too. And he gave that shit went came and went. I'm like, oh shit, I'll laugh at them. I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave the show with this. Of all 
of all the things, this freestyle. Remember this? Mm-hmm. He went no well. He didn't go nowhere in hip hop, but he went places in some other shit, right? He does like country music now. Yellow Wolf. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. He just looks strange. <laughs> he does. But anyway, say what? It was such a weird choice adding him in. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, it, but that I was a shady two point thing. Exactly, and that's Eminem could just do whatever the fuck he want. He has carte blanche for all of that shit. With DJ Premier behind him too, how the fuck he ain't going to? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's crazy. All right, fellas, I will uh, talk to y'all next time. Thank y'all for uh, having this debate, this healthy debate about the about the uh, a group that we're passionate about, and we'll see what happens. When the album comes Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Anytime, bro. All right. Peace. 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 That's crazy. Oh, man. We'll see what happens when, when that album comes out. And I still, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Joey. My cape is still uh, still on. So I'm going to leave you all with the freestyle from the BT Freestyle from Slaughterhouse. All right. Till next time. Peace. I'd have took the wine out of Amy house. Enough rats from you scrub cats about cocking a snub back. Wayne couldn't teach me how to love that. But I got the shit from uptown. She my summer bunny.